0: hello everybody and welcome this is tl and yes you are now on the front line it's still a stereo podcast people man look i appreciate y'all joining me tonight i got a real hot and special one for y'all i've been asking a question and i need answers to it but you know we gotta do some housekeeping before we get started for real look i'm excited y'all y'all just stick with me because as i always say this is not the news because if you're looking for it, this ain't it. It's just your boy asking questions to some professionals and experts. Hey man, look, I, again, as usual, I appreciate you guys sticking with me and, and coming to the front line and joining me and listening to the conversation, as I call it, couch conversation with some experts and professionals and asking questions that we would ask in the privacy of our own home. And, 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 Allowing us to display that and engage with us. Nassim, I appreciate you listening, but I need you to start commenting. Brandon, I, I I enjoy your your feedback and all those regular listeners. Des I look, man, keep listening, keep joining us. Um, Chicago um listeners and viewers, yeah, you keep joining, man. Look, I, I really appreciate what we're building here as a, a live show and as a podcast. But as I said, today I got a live one for you, man. Look, I I asked a question last week uh, when I was on the show and that question was sparked from an emotional response. And the question is, where's the black community center? We have different political ideologies in the black community, but I want to know where they overlap today. I want to know where they're different today and how do they change based off our geographical location? Today there's been a panel assembled. <laughs> you guys seen the advertisement, and hopefully listeners and viewers who would not find themselves in an environment of conservatives, in the environment of liberals and independents all together. Um, I'm hoping you guys can gain something from today's conversation. Let me tell you guys: look, this was not an easy panel to get together at all, not not w- by any way, shape, or form. Because if you're like me, I grew up in a very liberal household that was very democratically influenced, and having that heavy influence that possibly means you grew up in an area that has the same like valued people. So, as you can guess, yeah, I was around a bunch of um liberal people like myself, but I, I've been a, afforded some wonderful friends, uh, a good circle of people who don't always go with the flow of what they grew up with. Um, so today was not an easy feat by any stretch of the measure because I can pull liberals together at any given time, but to pull a black conservative, a real true black conservative into this conversation. Oh my gosh. I had to call my friends. I call one of my, my, my one of my good friends, one of my mentors, you guys can listen to them every Tuesday and Friday. If you are in Orlando Locally on 1680 WOKB, Mr. Don Miller helped me out, and he's actually going he gonna to pop in today, and he's going to be a part of the panel. But yeah, go to www.donmillershow.com and, and check Don Miller out. He, I, I contacted my boy, and I said, man, look, I need some independent thinkers. I need a conservative that can really come on and, and speak their position, because I'm really interested in finding, finding out where is the true black center for our our community community politically so i contacted one of my other boys who is a great friend of the show who you are very much getting used to seeing on a regular occasion mr torian richardson is here to join hey me hey, today. hey hey what's up everybody <laughs> man, let's see. what's the good word man man i love having you here do you understand what i mean when i when i mean when i say that we we grew up in liberal areas and Dude, always finding people who independently think is not always that easy.
1: You're right. It, it, it can be challenging at times, man. But you know me and we talk about this all the time. I mean, I think the more the wider variety of thought and points of view that you can bring into anything, that that's where you actually start to find exactly what you were talking about, which is the center. So I'm looking forward to this show because we have an all star studied cast that's going to talk about politics, how things actually affect the general community, how specifically they actually hi, what's up, man. <laughs> We're gonna talk about what we talked about a few he weeks. Always ago. Is and um I'm excited, man. I'm excited to do a lot more listening, right? I, I want to see because we have so many different perspectives. I want to make sure that that we really can focus in on what they're bringing to the table and how they can bring listeners a new point of view or maybe even calibrate the point of view of the listeners that we already have, man. So let's 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 get it moved. Let's go.
0: Man, look, I'm with it. Um, I got some people sitting backstage right now. But um, like I said, we have an amazing panel today. I'm grateful to have these people um, agree to sit in on the Frontline Stereo podcast. I can't thank them enough um, for conversing with us today. I just do. I'm I'm very thankful that these people are here. And and speaking of the people, let me let me explain who we, who we have with us today. Conversing with us today is an executive director and development manager for Clay County. She's been the state coordinator uh of minority engagements for the Republican Party of Florida and a consultant to um plenty campaigns, uh, definitely a consultant to the governor campaign for Ron Ron DeSantis, uh, just recently. The we also have with us today. Um, let me make sure they all here. Okay, um, we also have with us today the current aide to Bakari Burns. That's also a commissioner of Orlando Six District. He's been a sports writer for the Bleacher Report as he covered the Dallas Mavericks. He's been a Fox political analyst and a campaign consultant to many, as 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 stated. Um, I can't say like I said, my boy gonna pop in, Don Miller of the Don <laughs> Miller show, the ignorance killer, one of <laughs> one of my favorite conservatives. Um, I'm also gonna have him pop in today. He's the I I can't say a lot about him. He he just does he does it all in in my opinion. He's one of my mentors. That's so that's how I feel about him. And then last but not least on the panel today, we have a a gentleman who was elected as he was the youngest elected mayor of his hometown, Spring Lake, North Carolina. He's a veteran. He's been on the two, the 2008 Electoral College. Um, he was an Electoral College member in 2008. And he's currently the international first vice president of the men of the iconic blue blazers, the men of Phi Beta Sigma. So these um look. Man, look, frontline listeners. I just like to welcome um, <laughs> to the to the show. I definitely show them love when they come in. Uh, amidst, you know what? It looks like Latanya's not here yet, but we still gonna keep it rolling. When she jump in, she jump in. Let's but us it moving. Latanya Peterson, with Jason Henry and Mr. Chris Ray and Mr. Don Miller. I like to welcome you all. Yeah, to the frontline. Yeah. The podcast. Yes, yes,
1: yes, um, yes. yes I almost yes, got yes, it. Almost yes, got it. Almost got it. <laughs> <gotta laughs> there you go. Welcome, guys, to the, uh, <laughs> the milk. Crispin, <Christmas> <laughs> up milk. Milk. my
0: milk. All right. man. Look uh I, I, we missing one right now Latanya not in with us I, I need that female presence so if you out there listen oh here we go that did, did, right. I, did i pivot too early i pivoted too early she's on time i told him to be here at 7 10 and and of course the, the the time constraint of having her here at 7 10 she's right on time so Latanya <laughs> peterson welcome to the uh frontline stereo podcast look guys i, I don't want to waste a lot of time with me talking right now i want to jump right into it i, I started off the um, conversation saying the Torian. i grew up in this very liberal um democratically charged um household and just by a show of hands since i have you guys here who also grew up in that same type of household for those for um for those who 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 didn't grow up in that type of household. Um, give me the ones who didn't raise their hand. Give me the give me the understanding what type of household you you grew up in and in and what was the nature of of your upbringings if you didn't grow up in, as a as, as a black person. They think we all grew up in this democratic household. Uh, I'm to I start with I the think, lady. I think everyone raised their hand, though, didn't they? Oh no, I didn't see. Every, oh, if they everyone raised their hand, I don't have that yeah. whole view. So it's everyone raised their 60-0, hand. You know that that other so people we have on the panel
1: grew up in a democratic household.
0: Man, I mean, what's 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 your thought on that? We're an overwhelmingly overwhelming group of people who had the upbringing of a democratic household, and now those who 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 do not follow the views of a of a democratic household. Let me get that show of hands. Those who don't. Oh, those who do not. (laughs) Chris, like, it's like, oh my gosh!
2: (laughs) I'm I'm not. Look,
0: I'm good. Talk to us, Chris. Oh, I'm, I'm, Talk to you, Chris. How, how do you, I mean? No, I, I want to know from the people who do not me specifically. I'm I'm pretty much straight down the middle. It's n- not a huge surprise if you listen to the show. I'm pretty much straight down the middle, and I just want to know from the lady first, Latanya. How did you move into being not so heavily democratically influenced?
3: I'm doing your research. Uh, when you dis- you learn your history, you know that we were Republicans first and the the average black family does not want the government in their house the average black family is about the dollar and the average black family wants to hold their true values of what family looks like to them so once you do your research you know biblically it says when you know better you do better it was no other choice but to change
0: okay and hey, can i get that can, was I, clear can i can i can i move yeah that was very clear <laughs> um can i move over to jason henry
4: Oh, you're going to come over to me. That that was concise. Um I mean I, I don't I don't know if I grew up in a democratic household. We weren't extremely political like meaning, you know, my mom never went through the house saying this is who we're voting for, this is who I'm voting for. But I did grow up in a political community like the mayor lived down the street, state rep across the street, etc. In terms of my political praxis, so to speak, I mean, I guess you would consider me a democrat because that's that's how I'm registered, but uh, I'm more so these days. Consider myself uh, almost an extreme leftist. Like I don't necessarily identify with a lot of Democratic today's Democratic values, and I certainly mm-hmm. don't agree with uh, conservatism. Although I have respect for it, not my cup of tea. So uh, I'm not as concise as Miss Peterson, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just note that I'm, I'm more left of today's uh, Democratic Party. Wow.
0: And if we go up to Don Miller, how did you find well, yourself in a, a conservative conservative nature?
5: I uh, had no choice. Uh, it found me. As an 18 year old kid, when I was able to vote in the city of Chicago on the south side, I was told to go read before I go vote. So I spent days at the library reading. And based on what I read, I went home to my grandma and said, Grandma, this is what we are, right? This is who we are right here. So. No problem about it. I'm 18. I go down the street to Douglas Elementary School to vote. And I'm trying to vote Republican. And there's a lock on the switch. And I stick hmm. my head out the door and I say, Excuse me, sir. I'm trying to vote, but there's a lock. And wow. he said, if you don't get your ass out of here, son, and they put me <laughs> out of the polling <laughs> place. And from that point on, I recognized what it was all about.
1: <laughs> really so you about. are <laughs> wow. Don said, hey, I got a real hey, education in it what was
5: right. all about. <laughs> You have to understand Chicago. Uh, back then, Man. which is a long time ago, almost 40 years ago, uh, the mm-hmm. overwhelming number in Chicago, Chicago was 83.8% uh, Democrat. There was no such thing as a Republican in the city of Chicago. And by 1990, that number rose to almost 90%. And Richard J. Daley won overwhelmingly for 28, took uh, 16 terms and his son became mayor after him. So there were really no options in that city but I learned a very valuable lesson. The oppressor arrives in all shades and sizes and colors. Mm.
0: Well, you, you know what? Let me, let me, let me stay on this, on this, on this conservative topic because the general consensus in the black community is the conservatives are cooning. They not woke. Um, you really don't know what you're saying or what you're doing. So as a, as a black conservative, Latayan Don, you um, I, I'm going to point to Lataya and make sure the ladies um, continue to go first. Um, what is your thoughts about around that negative uh, that negative idea of a black conservative?
3: It just speaks to the level of uneducated people we have in our community that speaks that rhetoric. And I go back to them, you know, hashtag we're winning. You show me a conservative mm-hmm. that's not that doesn't have money in their pocket. You show me a conservative that doesn't understand the value of where the money is coming from and how to get access to the money they're winning. And you can look at your local churches, they're all conservative, even if they say they're not, they're winning.
5: I wanna speak directly to to a young man that many of my friends have told me about over the years, Mr. Ray, I don't know you, sir, thank you for your service, sir, but many of my friends have told me about you. And I wanna just say this, I know we just met, I have no idea why you're over there in the Democratic Party. They have treated you terribly in the state of North Carolina. They supported a white woman, who had a shady history as the director of the state ACLU, a white woman who said one thing and did the other as a state legislator all the time, and black Democrats, including my friend, Jim Clyburn, ran their monkey asses to that white lady against you, young man, and your resume outshine hers by 20. So why are you still playing that game, sir?
0: That's a direct question. I'm not gonna stop it.
2: I'm listening. That's a great, that's a great question, right? I appreciate, and I appreciate that. you know I think in the in the grand in the grand scheme of things, um, the reality is is that you know the party, you know, the party infrastructure is absolutely, yeah, it's broken um, on both sides. and I'll say that you know, on both sides, you know but right now in the history of our country, the Democratic Party gives you know folks that look like me a greater chance. You know, they give us a greater chance. I'm not saying that there aren't black Republicans that aren't elected. I have, you know, I I do have some, you know, you You have a
5: senator one state over.
2: Yeah, yeah, one state over, but you got to understand the politics of how that senator became, you know, how that how that yeah, all happened.
5: We've only had we've only now. had 10 we've only had let, 10 let, let me
2: finish. I, let me finish. We're not going to have half have
5: run, run from your state talk, in the last we don't 30
2: talk, 30 we don't talk. Hey, If we're going to talk, okay. you know, let me go. let me go get it out,
5: okay? Yeah, yeah but you're talking I'll, to somebody
2: who know the game now. Go I, ahead. I, I look, I, I hear you, but the reality is is that look how long it took for him to get that senator, right? Mm-hmm. The reality is and that's on both parties. You know, the 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 reality is that both parties have waited a long time for us to actually have real power. And so, you know, I believe that, you know, we have to be on both sides of the aisle. You know, the reality is, is that we can't keep on pretending that one party has the answer for both of us. We started off as Republicans, but then the Republicans left us. And then the Democrats picked us up and they, have, they haven't treated us the best way that we can or the way that we should be. But the reality is, is that when you have, when you have individuals, laws that have not, that are not protecting us, I'm going to go where I feel welcome and the Republican party made us feel welcome in the beginning. You you tell me that a president, you know, released us from slavery. Absolutely. I'm going to stay with you. Why? Because I was mistreated and that was the democratic party. And then later on, the Republican party didn't do enough in order for us to be able to have the access that we needed in order for us to thrive as a people. And then the democratic party stepped in and they, you know, with their, with their rules and their, and their, and their policies, when I was able to get allow for us to get more into the middle class and more into and more into uh, to get more advanced in opportunities. And then what you end up having was more individuals that moved over to the Republican side that didn't want people like me in the grand scheme of things, you know, we still have a long way to go on both sides uh, of both sides of the aisle, you know, but I, I think that, you know, we have to be more strategic than saying that one party has the answer because they don't. The reality is they don't. When I was mayor, you know, I governed. I governed very much in the middle. Uh, you know, and I've had many of my Republican friends always tell me, you know, you're really not a Democrat, you know, because my bu- my budget was always balanced. If we couldn't afford it, we wasn't going to act. We absolutely was not going to, you know, you know, we're going to be deficit spending, you know, because I was very fiscally conservative in that regard. But I understood that it was important that I created opportunities for folks that look like me. First, first law that I passed when I became mayor was ban the box. Right. Because I knew that there was proportionally more African-American men that was not getting opportunities to jobs. And so we had to create a system where folks in jobs in in the community understood the importance of not asking folks where you're a convicted felon, because why? Because a convicted felon who doesn't get a job, he's not able to pay his child support for his baby mama. And if his baby mama won't let him see his kid, then his kid ends up staying on the block. If his kid stays on the block, then then they, they end up selling drugs. If they end up selling drugs, then that makes my property value go down. If property value goes down, then that means that I can't get no tax base. If I can't get no tax base, that means that I can't that I can't pave the roads. If I can't pave the roads, that means that people don't want to move to my community. All in the grand scheme of things, because you didn't give somebody an opportunity to give a you know somebody a job, and that's again both sides of the aisle. And so you know, yeah, they treated me bad. You're absolutely right. At the end of the day, it came down to dollars. Oh, they, they
5: treated you horrible, sir. Yeah, they
2: treated, Hold on, they, I got a question. They, 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 they treated me they treated horrible. They horrible. treated me horrible. But you know, yeah. I, I I know that you know, in the grand scheme of things, my time will come. Thank you, sir, that, So, so
0: same, same, this, sir. same, so same question to you. Um, well, a similar question to you, um, Chris. The, the common thought around Black liberal is that you vote that way because our ancestors voted that way, or because we, we were raised to vote that way, or you have no morals, or you believe in anarchy. What do you say to people who have that same thought process when it comes from a
2: no? No, no, I think that you know the reality is, man, that when you go and you talk to when you talk to African Americans who are really at the ground level, those who are engaged and involved, you know, you know, they they're you know, people vote for their interests, right? And I and I heard Ms. Peterson say um, you know, about you know, those who are conservatives who've got money in their pocket. He's absolutely right. A lot of liberals got money in their pocket too. You know, the reality is the game. It's the game. I mean, they, it is the game. The majority of the members of Congress are rich, right? Republicans and Democrats. So some way, somehow the the, the policies that they are writing are benefiting them. I think that what we keep on thinking is that, you know, that there isn't, uh, you know, the problem is, is that, that I have with the Republican party is that, you know, that they are not brave enough, you know, to make more opportunities, to show more opportunities for us. I mean, and and I mean, you, you just can't put it out there in a blanket, in a blanket policy. You got to be able to really say that, you know what, we are here trying to make you know, make a headway for, you know, this particular community. You know, you don't want to, you know, they want to say, well, we're all Americans. Yeah, we're all Americans, but for 401 years, you know, we weren't, you know, we, we were oppressed. And, you, and, and and what I have a lot of my Republican friends don't recognize is that there is still, you know, you know, that systematically there, there's still, you know, generations of us. I, when I went to law school, here I am in the oldest law school in America, And I am the first generation of a black person in my family to go to this law school, whereby I have some of my classmates, they're the third generation, you know? And and the thing about it is is that we can't close a blind eye to the fact that we still have families that are still just recovering, that are still just going to college for the first time, where some of our counterparts, this is their third and fourth generation. It makes a difference. It absolutely makes a difference. And the policies on both sides aren't helping us. You, and you so, Chris, on I will say to this
3: uh, let me let me ask you this question when you hear those type of comments and that's I think what resonates with me in being a conservative is you know we're free like I don't think some Democrats got that memo that we're free and so when I hear liberals say you know well you know we don't have opportunities name one president that you know that has given a a bill that will ins- ensure security for hbcus.
2: You say name one that President. has not
3: that has not that has that, that has
2: secure a funding. bill funding, funding for hbcus no mm-hmm. no 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 if we you must, no no you know no, no. It, the funding for use have come has come at, at, through different administrations that's no, not
3: no 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 not, no, no not not different administrations we're talking about it will never have to be underfunded again
2: Name one president that has made. Oh a what, what, what hell, none of them have. That's that's. I mean, that's the point I'm making. Is that you know, none, not, not, not one, not one. Chris. Yeah. So, then, on so, so then, so then, my,
5: my you question is, Chris Chris, 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 you've been running hey, your town and not paying attention. Yes, Let's be clear.
2: Okay. No, yes. exactly <laughs> the <that laughs> matter been paying attention for a long time. John. Chris, Chris, listen to me, man. Listen, Chris, Chris let me just say this:
5: I'm not a Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter. OK, but even a broke clock is right twice a day. I was on a committee to create money for HBCUs appointed to a committee. I can assure you, sir. And I'm also and I don't, and I'm not, I don't like telling this, but since you <coughs> didn't get the money you should have got from them Caucasians in North Carolina. I'm one of the largest black fundraisers in the southeast for both parties. OK, so I need you to hear me on this one. I understand. I need the you Why are you out to me? Down? No, know, because guess who called me? They called me for the white lady. I didn't even know and you nah, were the nah, then
2: You didn't even reach out how to did, me,
5: Don. How did you feel, sir, when people that you I'm respect off. of I'm color off. came to stomp in 2016 for, that, for that, that white lady? How did you feel when they came to your area to support the white lady? How did you feel when well, many of the Democrats. I was, of I was the out the of
2: the race by then. I was out of the race
5: by then. Sir, 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 listen to me, okay? You're smarter than that. I know, but you're smarter than that, young man. You're smarter than that. You served this country you continue to serve this country Oh, no, I mean, look, than that.
2: look at the end so guys, of the day, let me pull it back, back in. in. it's the same process with, let me, with you, let me
0: pull it
5: back in let me pull, it back, in, they, pull they,
2: it back there's, in there's guys- there's
0: yeah, you guys—you guys touched on a few things that I actually want to ask you about. And one of the things that you kind of touched on, Latanya, you flat out said it. You said uh, it's something that Democrats didn't get the the uh, memo on is that we're free. And one of the questions that I want to ask you guys is, I hear it asked all the time on both liberal and conservative side. Should black people just get over slavery? By show of hands, should, is can would you tell me should black people just get over slavery?
3: It's
0: a process. What does that I mean? Think, what does that
5: mean, mean? Get yeah. over? It? And, and what I does think, that mean? Right? When you say get over? I'm
0: I mean,
4: just.
2: It, these are questions
5: you that say I.
0: Show of hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. you can, <laughs> you can,
5: you can definitely
0: raise a hand over that. Well, t- okay, well, good. I'm glad nobody's <laughs> raised their <laughs> hand over that. not <laughs> like, oh, get over no. slavery. No. Yeah, I don't.
2: Yeah, you will never get over racism, and that's
3: the thing. When you hear and and not racism,
2: slavery i mean should the jews get yes. over the
3: holocaust yeah, right the jews haven't gotten over the holocaust the indians chris if you ever go
5: run again game for office don't
2: say that obviously uh, we, see, we see but that's we see but notice see why shouldn't i say that though right why yes, is it that i can't why can i stop say that if why if, if you just made a statement should we get over slavery which is was a horrendous for 401 years then mm-hmm. why is it that my jewish counterparts you know are we going to tell them that they should get over the holocaust you know mm-hmm. so no conservative should tell me that my people should get over slavery. If you're not gonna, if you don't have the courage, see, this is the problem with Prince, politics.
3: It's not about it's not about uh, conservative or liberal in that sense. That's about the human race. Nobody should tell you how to feel. That's right. So or that's or, not, or, or that tell a race way. of people
2: what they should that's, get over.
3: Right, but political politicals should not be in that conversation. Like I tell people, I I'm a conservative. You don't talk about my God, and you don't talk about my body. Anything else, we is up for conversation. But if we can change the conversation, we have to educate our Black people, one, to get back involved in the political process. I get infuriated when I hear Black people say, oh, I don't get into politics. Then you should I, just go somewhere and, and hide. Like, who does that?
2: I agree.
3: And a lot. Unfortunately,
2: a lot of people do that. Right, unfortunately, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of white people do that, not just Blacks. A lot of, I mean, most okay, of the people not, listen, we're
3: Listen, not, we're not talking about that race. We're talking about our race. And how do we help our race? So when I go into the community and I'm talking to people and they're telling me why they're not voting. And then I ask them, well, you know, did you get a Pell Grant or did you get an economic grant? And they're sitting there like, well, no, I don't know anything about it. Then how can it be our fault? How do you how do you position yourself as a as a political community activist and not educate our people? I think that's what's missing. We have to be able to talk the talk and be able to say, listen, we we had a president that you know what we got to see barack get elected that's about it he got he got afraid it was too much pressure and no matter what he did he didn't understand that we had his back maybe we didn't present it well maybe he didn't understand
2: it but you had a but you had, but you had a Republican Congress that was not going to allow. That, but that's not true, though, right? No, hold, on, was, hold on, before you go there, before you go there, I got go a question because she doesn't touch on two, Mitch McConnell,
5: who dead, who's dead, and not going to
2: allow me back in. Hold on, no, don't go Chris, there, don't
5: Chris, go there, Chris. No, Chris. No, Chris, that's no, not that how it works. We go no. <laughs> you know no, there, guys. The president, President Obama, had been touching on the president. You see, when he's for a few things, the House
0: and the Senate for three hundred
5: and seventy-nine days, sir. He had a what? So here's here's a question. I I want to prompt you guys with a question. I want to prompt you guys with a question cuz I don't want it to spin out of control. I have a well, uh um, well, as a moderator, Mr. Mr. Terrell T L, as a moderator, when someone says something that's incorrect on your show,
2: just like uh Mr. Ray just said. No, I but mean, I didn't mean, say anything incorrect. You said that Barack Obama had a Congress The House and the Senate. For 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 what? For three two hundreds. years, sir. And then, two the years. Years. and then for the other two and then for the other two years, what did he oh, not oh have? My oh. God. All right. okay. So I mean a couple of Look, you, I'm trying, you, trying to engage him back. Okay. But that's okay. what I'm going to say. He let, let me get back. We passed the, the Affordable Care Act,
0: so he had a Senate to do that. So, Chris, we are talking I, about Barack Obama? Here, I, I need. I'm trying to find the center um where we You're where we overlap it, it. At, I'm trying to find that center. Who you go find it? Who voted, who voted for um who who voted for Barack Obama in doing his first Hands again. I mean, if if, if yeah, please yes, <laughs> who we voted Barack Obama in his first term? I, I okay. voted for him. I did. So look, I, I just want to show first that that conservatives and liberals b- voted for the black man. Well, and then that's here only here the
4: only way he was going to get mm-hmm. in. Right. right
0: here, go the other question: Who voted for him just because he was black?
2: Well, I can't answer that question. Why not? I right. didn't, I didn't <laughs> vote. For, I didn't vote for him just because he was black. I didn't what vote. For what, him. Did huh? what did he have? What exactly. did he have? Is that what did he have? Yeah, he had no history, no background, right. no yeah, platform. I, mean, I didn't vote for him in the primary. I didn't vote for him till it was a general election because I, I, vote for Hillary, so. I, I voted for Hillary because I didn't think he had he had what it take.
3: And that's why they did you the way they did that you did the
1: <sighs> Obama. Oh, <him. my> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> because I didn't support him. Because I didn't, because I didn't support him because he was just because he was black? That is the worst. That is like the worst thing to do. Chris. But look, but Chris, oh, I just want to at all way. the people in the
3: in the comments Chris, that's what we did, baby. So that
2: no. that touch and on, and on. You know what? You know and
3: what? Chris, what? And, and you know what? But that's
2: not my politics. That's not why. That's why you did not win your last so Chris, election, Chris. No, well, 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 well. Then I guess I'll never
1: run another election again because I'm not going to vote for black. Nor should you,
2: I'm my opinion.
5: Opinion. Yes, sir. If, yes sir. Yes sir. Listen to me, please guys. I'm listening. I've been doing this for 20 years. If this gentleman don't think 90 plus percent of black people voted for Barack Obama because he was I black. well, I mean, you
2: in not the I, majority minority, sir? I am but is that that's okay, Don? Don, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am not saying the 90% of my people didn't vote for Barack Obama in the primary because he was black. I yeah. know that's what they did. I'm so saying that him. I didn't vote for him in the primary because I didn't think that he had the record that Hillary Clinton had. That's all I'm saying. So, so, can I ask you all a question? Can
1: I ask you all a question? So, why is our allegiance to a one or more party and not necessarily there you go. Thank policy? Thank you, G. As a community, that that's always my question. Because let me be clear. So, I'm an independent, right? I didn't get a chance to answer this question, but I'll answer it now. So, I scaled back a lot of different things in my life about 20 years ago around beliefs, political system, and all these other things, and kind of recalibrated and unlearned a lot. And that's one of the things that I really don't understand, or I think we should be working toward is, how do we start to do that as a Black, as a Native Black American community? And for me, things are more centered around economics, more so than politics, because the economics are what drive the politics, and in many cases, put the politicians in place to execute those policies. So can we, can we address that question a little bit?
4: I don't think you can. I
0: don't don't think
4: you can address that question. You can't detangle that from America as a whole. Mm. You can't because we all do it. We all do it. There's not a race or an ethnicity in this country that does not vote based off of who that individual is or what that individual represents. How many folks do you you encounter on a daily basis that will sit there and have a policy conversation with you? I'm, I'm not talking about in your bubble, I just mean, that's fair. That's fair. Y'all ain't having a policy conversation. Y'all talking about what Trump then said or what he then tweeted or whatever. There's no policy around that. So I don't think that you can independently either criticize or talk about what black people don't do without, um, without coupling that with what America is. That's just who we are.
3: Right. And, And it goes back to, like I was saying, you have to understand what is the definition of politics It's being passionate about something. So if we go back to our black community and we get back on that train of what are we passionate about? And it's and like you said, Torian, it's economic development. Yeah. Everything else feeds from economic development. Yeah. And the more we are able to identify with that, then we are. You, I agree. We need both sides on the aisle, but we need to have both sides on the aisle that understand our agenda. It My. can't be either agenda. And that's why I feel bad for you, because you uh, Chris, because you you did exactly what they think we're going to do. You went, if if Don tells me we're going with this person because of this, that's what we're doing. You will get five people that will argue with Don and say, well, I can't do it because I don't like Don. But Don is the man who's in the place, who knows the agenda, who's been in the game. And that's what normally happens. And that's not a problem. I'm telling you, until you can arrive, everybody has to start at infancy. Think about it. Everybody's not born a, a true whatever. You have to get in there. Like you said, you're independent because you felt like, whoa, there's too much on both sides. That's fine, but at some point, you will have to make a decision or you will see yourself out of the process because independents only get to vote for certain things. So you have to make a decision. Again, we have to get back to educating our black community on what this process is. And it's whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you have to start with economic development. It's not in isolation. But
2: that's the reason why the majority of our community right now, you know, African Americans vote for Democrats because the economic, the economic scale bends in their direction. And the Republican Party does a poor job and do a poor job of educating them on the benefits and opportunities that are out there. You know, that's on,
3: But they do a poor job. I'll give you that because we are so turned off by what they're saying. Now, it's out there. No different than I just told you what president. We just elected a black one and we got nothing from him. Let's That's be honest. Yes. He I, is. I, I, I'm a the grand that can That's in the
0: middle. So start class. with Latonya starting with Latonya start with you got a question in three words or less explain Donald Trump.
1: Three words or less.
0: Yeah. I can come back to you if you need me to No
3: opportunity. Chaos. And deliberate.
4: Jason. Game. <laughs> what? It's, it's game. Yeah, he's a gangster. I say gangster.
1: That's what I was gonna say. He's gangster. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Torian? Gangster. I I got one word. Gangster. American gangster. I'll give you two. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking around. I mean, if you if you look at the way that he operates, what he does is very unapologetic. Um, I'm, I'm the kind of person who would say, listen, whether I agree with you or not, if you're gonna punch me, I want to see it coming. And with him, I know what I'm getting. I don't I don't agree with most of it, but But he tells you this is
2: what I'm gonna do. Yeah. He
1: Don,
5: said Don Miller, Donald Trump is the greatest of all time. And let me tell you why I say this. We have never had someone in that office, who gave no fucks? Listen to me. What I'm you, <laughs> right, you gotta right, hear me, okay? Right, but every right. one of us, right? Every right. one of us come right. from a community, okay? That knew a dude yep. or had an uncle who gave no fucks. Yes or no? Yes, yes. He is the fucking king of double down. Yes or no? If he tells yes. you to kick rocks, I can assure you, no matter how cameras are many there, he gonna tell you to kick rocks again. Right?
3: That's right. How
5: can you not respect someone, no matter what their politics are, right? That stand on what they believe in, even if it's bogus. Right? The fact of the matter is I you
4: will never see believe in some of that stuff. Cause I feel like that's why I say game. For no no, it's part. game. Say it again. It's game, but when yeah. you
5: put somebody that gives no fucks with game, that's some pimp shit. <laughs> Chris, give me, I didn't act Chris. Yet. You gotta explain Chris. that to Chris. Chris from North Carolina. Explain to Chris what some pimp shit means. Hey, let, me, let me tell you what you you TL. Chicago means. TL, I'm gonna T- tell, tell, tell you all the time. You gotta get it all man. Pimp
2: shit ain't made his way down through the south. I told like,
0: didn't, I didn't ask you. I didn't get your, I didn't get your response oh, in three boy. words. or less. you go ahead and explain Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. I tore into one of my words, unapologetic, you know, I know he's un. you know, he's unconventional and in my, and in my opinion, he's actually brilliant, you know, and how he navigates, you know, he's brilliant. I mean, how he utilizes the social media, the media, uh, I think he's. I think he's brilliant, unconventional, and unapologetic. So, I mean, like,
0: so the the, the listeners are definitely chiming in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they going clean off. This is a so there's a there's a stark contrast between um, our last sitting president and our current sitting president. Can, I mean, like. I, for the black community, one one side one side would say he's very divisive. Another side would say um, the other guy is what we needed, but we didn't see the policy. I want I want first, Chris. I want you to speak to the policies that you thought benefited the black community from our last sitting president, and then, Mr. Mr. Henry, I also want you to chime in on those same those, the same type of policies, if there are some. <laughs> that you benefited our community, and then we'll get some additional responses from um, from the conservative team.
2: So, two couple of things come, three things come to mind. You know, the first piece is the healthcare piece. You know, I, I have I have a healthcare background, um, and the Affordable Care Act. I saw many people who didn't have access to healthcare get access to healthcare because of the Affordable Care Act. Now whether whether it was put together right or it wasn't and didn't have enough pieces to it we can argue that but the reality is is that there is a there was a, a a generation of folks that was literally pulled out of out of you know pulled out of poverty in regards to or that was in poverty and have access to healthcare that they never had access to um, home ownership you know under under that president home ownership you know was was pretty was pretty high you know i mean based off of the policies that was that was put in place and I know we don't like to talk about the environment, but there was a lot of studies that was done, especially in our community, you know, of how, you know, the environment was impacted, you know, has been impacted, you know, and that we're the ones who suffer the most, that suffered the most. from um, And so a lot of the policies that was put in place, you know, that was actually either studying those causes or was able to, or that was ch- churning, turning the, um, turning the road on how that was impacting our own community you know we have a lot of us that are in a lot of these you know environmentally unsafe communities and we don't talk about that as as a black community how we're really suffering so healthcare the environment and home ownership in my opinion you know were three areas that you know that we've benefited from but i would just i would close by saying this before we move on to everybody else you know you know and i i i don't know if anyone else here has ever been has been elected but you know the reality is man is that government is very incremental you know, and you know, if you're thinking that what he was supposed to do in eight years, you tell me what president has done anything other than though the great deal with L, you know FDR or the voting rights for LBJ that was kind of immediate. But most of the policies that presidents you know implement in their term, you know, we don't see that immediately, and we don't see we don't see that you know all, all of a sudden just like that. And I think that folks got to remember that the government is slow and incremental in that regard. So, those are my two 14 cents.
4: Uh okay, what policies do I believe uh black people benefited from from Obama?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um okay, so I'll I'll say two things. Hey, One I mean, that was a long pause. Just, I
1: mean, is, I mean,
4: administratively, I thought that Obama did a good job of making sure that the back half of government, which is important, and the folks who actually support some of the services that we uh rely on obama made sure those positions were filled. he was a really good city councilman in that instance so you have a president now we well, have a bunch of judgeships and a bunch of administrative positions that are going empty so okay obama did a good job on that um the other thing that i will mention is that i'm not a fan of the affordable care act but i do have family members who did benefit from it so i have to say That personally, I know some black people who personally benefited from the Affordable Care Act. So I guess you can you can give him that one. Um, And then I think for judges, I think that black people benefited from the way Obama went about appointing judges. And what I mean by that is, like, for instance, the National Labor Board and some of the other. Local or statewide boards that are federally mandated. uh, Some of those positions have gone unfilled and black people, especially when it comes to unions and uh, just some other, I guess, unsexy things that we don't think about when it comes to government. Obama did a good job of filling those positions. Um, There's nothing that I can point to on a grand scale. I agree, Chris, that government is incremental, but. Obama was just a bad president, man. I mean, I'm, I'm just being real. Like he was wow. a bad president, and part of that was because he just did not have the experience. Now you talk about game. Obama gamed everybody for eight years and still gaming, folks. So I just add that in. Um, did I, you I, say
5: you were left of left?
4: Uh, yeah, <laughs> left of left, and I'm not, not a fan of not a fan of uh, Hussein at all, Barack Hussein uh, at all. So yeah, I'll just end with that, man. He wasn't a good president at all.
0: Tell you, talk to me, man. I mean, because as I show one of those comments, w- one of the comments is, is yeah. I mean, that's the general consensus about Barack Obama. I'm gonna I'm I'm move from Barack Obama, but I just want you to talk, talk to me about that's our general consensus for the black community, because we like to stick up for the black guy when actually not trying to end, insert my own a lot of people. Right. Well, hey, there you go. Thank you, well,
1: And I think it's interesting that there's a dissonance in how we started the conversation around so many people bo- voting for him for that, but then in the end, so many people feeling as if they didn't benefit from it or from him, from their vote, right? That's just an observation, not necessarily a judgment of any of that. Um, for me, I would say the Affordable Care Act, I mean, I have a lot of family members that were directly affected by that, and I do think that that, that had a really big and immediate impact in the Black community. Um... But as far as from a presidency standpoint, I I think that we're seeing the other half of the divide right now with, because a large proportion of the people voted for him because of his his race and his ethnicity, now we're seeing the opposite response to that, which we're getting in return opposite. And I think that both of those kind of neutralize each other. I'm more concerned with what's going to happen next, to be quite honest with you. We have a really big election coming up (laughs) at the end of this year. Maybe. Right? We don't know how that's going to turn out. And I think it's the most pivotal one that we've ever seen because of one, we have you know, a global pandemic or at least what's being projected as a global pandemic. And then we also have a real or at least the most rooted conversation around race in the United States that we've ever had That is has the potential to actually make a, a shift. So I think we should have a conversation about what's coming up.
4: What kind of shift, though? Like when you say shift, what do you mean?
1: I think we're, I think we have younger people that are more connected, globally connected, but connected to each other. And don't they have more in their toolbox of identity than just their melanin, whether they're black or white or Hispanic or whatever the case may be. I think we have more of that.
5: Yeah. And I want to lay some on all the young people because I'm old. I'm on here and I'm old. And I started speaking into a microphone more than 20 years ago. And I was speaking to white folk for the last 20 years. Most of the white people. Right. I want you all to remember one thing. George Floyd was murdered. But white guilt is fleeting. If you don't get something quick, it's gone. White guilt is fleeting. It's gone. Yep. You hear me, TL? You know where I'm going with that? White guilt is fleeting. I can tell you, in the next two years, we ain't gonna see this white guilt we see today. So two if you years. Don't capitalize on white right, guilt. I I don't know six about
0: months. That. <laughs> so does, does, How, does you anybody? Yeah, I heard you. Hold on, I'll, I'll respond. Go ahead, ahead Tia. That, that, that prompts another question that I have. I, I want you to respond before I ask the question.
1: Okay, so I think the fundamental difference is that we're seeing, uh, as an as an investor, right, I'm a finance person, we're seeing a lot more money behind the movement of what's B. And that, to me, is interesting, because I always follow the money. I mean, That's I'm true. sorry, i was keeping it 100. But yeah, but I didn't say it was good or bad. I, okay. saying, right. I said it's going to be a shift. I you am know. watching that, right, because... You're absolutely right. That We have huge amounts of funding, which no one knows where it's coming from. No one really knows where it's going. Now, I've been a part of protests or at least observing them to the first three here in Chicago. And let me tell you something. I saw us, some people I know, we were out marching, talking. I talked to police officers that were cool with it and all that. But I also saw six to eight people ride up on bikes that were all white, get off spray paint stuff all over the side of starbucks on dearborn and jump back on their bike and run around the corner and then they were in the crowd i saw that with my own eyes so what that actually means jason i don't know but i do think that's the fundamental difference that that we have from maybe even in the the 60s where where the money because as as an investor whoever's putting in that 150 200 million dollar wants an roi the question is What
4: is is it? Well, I I think there's a distinction, though, because even the movements, obviously the movements in the 50s and 60s had money. Like, you know, you had black celebrities that were given, but that was more from an organic perspective. Like you had Harry Belafonte and Mm. even James Baldwin was a rich man when he died. But you're talking about, I think, a difference in where you have. I mean, we got local races here that are being fueled and. I guess fuel. Jason by, don't I, want
5: to say it by George
4: Soros. Jason can't say it. George Soros is fueling
5: is funding races all over the country. And he's funding races to pe- put people in position that he they can control, the control mechanism. The fact of who the matter you, is you don't, that the, you don't
2: think the Coke brothers are doing, doing that? the the brothers. You don't
4: think that the Coke
2: brothers are doing the, the, the same thing left, as well? Sir.
5: They all right. died. There's one left. And he's a great guy.
2: Go ahead, I mean, I, mean, I just wanted to just say yes or no. Do you not think that the Koch brother or the Koch brother, because the brothers, but don't you think the Cokes are also doing the same oh, thing yes. as well?
5: Funded an ideology. Mm-hmm. Gotta understand it. That. Yeah, they
2: fund an ideology, which still means that's still money that's flowing to a candidate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorrow who
5: sorrow is funded. Funding some level of radicalism. Sir, you understand sir, the difference? Sir, you, sir, you,
2: specifically, because that's where I want to
5: pivot to. Stop,
2: my brother, my brother, stop. An ideology. That's where I want to pivot. My brother, come on now. I mean, now we just, let's, let's just see, that's what I'm talking about. Let's just call it the, the Republicans got their guy, the Democrats got their guy. Come on, man. Everybody's funded. You have billionaires on both sides that are pushing for their interests. Huh. That, Yes. Yes. What, no what's I'm the interest in the Black course. Lives
0: Nobody Matter is group? That, oh wait, wait, TL, go ahead. Say that one more time, bro. Yeah.
2: Say that. What's the interest? What's the interest in the Black Lives Matter group? I'm putting my. <laughs> you said what is it? You said are you asking me what's the interest by who? That's funding yeah.
0: by who? BLM, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I just want to listen to this one.
2: Because historians the they follow the money. If you
0: follow the money, they got large endowments from people like Soros.
2: Okay. I don't. So I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in their leadership, so I don't know what the, I don't know what their what their goals are. I mean, I'm not in their leadership, so I can't answer that question on the black. Uh, you know, you know, on the face, on the face, they're trying to say that they're trying to level the playing field. You know, because at the end of the day, we're saying that black lives don't matter, right? That you know, that you know, I've never, I said, I've never said that. No, yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're saying that. Okay, not, okay, 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 okay. I'm not saying. I'm saying that the Black Lives Matter movement, from what I understand, that they're basically saying that you know, look, our lives don't matter. In the, uh, as, as it relates to police brutality and what's out there you know and so yeah, their message is that you know hey if, if you're gonna say all lives matter all lives didn't matter in 1690 you know 1619 you know what I'm saying all lives didn't matter then and so the reality is is that you have a system that has grown up where you still have individuals that look that that are in, that are inferior to us when I was an officer in the in, in the army I remember one of my soldiers who was from you know out in the Midwest who said to me you know hey my daddy told me I don't have to listen to a black man You know, so you got to understand that that culture is still being cultivated, you know, and so he looked at me, he's looking at me as least as as though I'm less than who he is. You know, so the reality is is that whatever the Black Lives Matter movement, again, never really got into, you know, what their leadership thought process or what their philosophy is, but what they're putting out there is that they want that they want our lives to matter just as much as anybody else. And that right now, that's not being demonstrated by what's happening with police brutality. Have you read the
5: Black Lives Matter website, sir? I have the question <laughs> has nothing to do, about, to do with Black Lives Matter. Right. <laughs> right.
3: right. Question when I'm talking about, you know, when we're looking at politics, right? If we go back to who's in office, who has control of these conversations, that should be our motivation to get more involved. Hmm. You know, I, I hear people always say, Well, I don't want to be the only black one. No, that's not the goal, but damn it, you got to get in there first. But nobody wants to do that, and that's what we had back in the '60s, Torian. To your point, yeah. we had people, Jason, who were willing to put their money behind yeah. the Jasons in the community. Who you, listen, I can't go, but hell, if Jason want to go, now nah, we don't have that. We don't. And it goes back to politics. But you, back know, to but you know, but you know why
2: we don't? You know because now everyone's so spending money on Germany George because people of are comfortable. That's why people are comfortable i mean the reality is that you know people are comfortable because you know my my you know because you know what because we can both now walk through the front door of a, of a restaurant but see when you, we both gonna walk through the front door of a restaurant that's where the issue was but now that we both can do that i'm good I don't want to rock the boat as much as I need to, you not, know. Not, not I me, do because okay. I want to own the
1: restaurant. I want to yeah. own it invite like,
2: in whoever I, I want. I, I, look, yeah. buddy, that's my stance. I want to <laughs> own. I want to own it. As, I want to <laughs> own well. But the reality is that the mindset of and look, and this is not just. I mean, and I know that you know, Miss Miss Peterson said that you know we're not talking about. We just talk about our people, but the reality is is that you know we have the same proportionate of of folks that are that that look like us that wake up every day that is hungry. You know, that want to make a difference, like the white folks on the other side. The majority of, of white course. people are, majority of white folks don't the want on welfare. The majority of, of the white folks are the ones that are criminals. The majority of the white folks are the ones that are creating murders in this country. So, and, you know.
3: And, and, and I and, and Chris, no one is arguing that. But again, it goes back Because
2: to the, the America
5: is the majority white folks, sir. Are- right, exactly. right, exactly,
2: exactly. So, but there's still a population to- of us <laughs> that are still, there's still a group of us that are just as, you know, that are just afraid. as. A, I mean. Stay afraid. That Oh, absolutely! But you got to remember, there's a there's a majority of them on that side. that's afraid. It's it's not. You, we can't speak for all black people. There are just some black people that are scared. You well, know. I agree. You know
3: no, just, I agree. I'm not. You know, I, mean, so I mean, we can't. We're not. But I'm not TTS, 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 TTS.
5: I. am not have to ask Mr. Mr. Ray one question. I, I know <laughs> time is short. How many? <laughs> Sir, thank you so much for your service. Right. How long have you served this country, sir? In the
2: military, twenty-one years.
5: Okay, wow. 21 years, and we thank you for your service. You're still uh, in the National Guard. Am I correct? Correct. Thank you so much for your service, sir. Sir, do you understand that in the first in the history of the branches of the military in America, we have never had a chief of staff of any branch until yesterday. Do you realize that?
2: Sure. Yeah, the, the, our, Air Force, our Air Force brethren. Absolutely.
5: Okay. General C.Q. Brown, you familiar with that? hmm absolutely. He was appointed chief of staff of the Air Force, the first time in the history of this country, right. right? Absolutely. There were seven positions in eight years that came up for chief of staff under Barack Obama. He never appointed a
2: black person. Are you familiar Not, with that, never. sir? Absolutely, but how many people wasn't under Bush and Reagan and Clinton? And, I mean, okay. come on, I mean, well, rather, I'm this is why I mean, independent. I'm independent. You, you this, we just talked exactly. about Barack Obama, Thank and you I'm you. talking about you got a whole, you got 43 other
0: presidents before him. I'm talking oh. about the fallout. I have a question I, I mean, because the frontline stereo podcast usually goes an hour longer, hour strong. And I know this conversation has been going wonderfully. Um, I thank you all for the comments that are out there. I, I wish I can pull you guys into this conversation and ask questions, but I, I want to start to start to wrap it up. And I want to um, start with Latanya. I have one question because the question that I, I bought you all here for is that what's our black center and the, that's the question that I want to ask you guys. Is there any one thing that you can think of that would center the black community politically? Latonya, can we start with you? I'm
3: hopeful that it's economic development because we don't have one. We don't have a center. And this is our problem. Yeah. Um, everybody has something. You know, white people want to be sovereign. You know, Asians want education. You ask the average black person. They got all the excuses of why and it's and it comes from fear and it's and it's deeply rooted and it's valid right we have to validate it but we also have to be able to move away from it and if i had it my way every black person would get couch time you need to go sit down and talk to a therapist because yes. you have to get to the bottom of it Yeah, and that's the I'm only way we're healing able to healing on
1: show. So, thank you thank you yeah we J- had a
3: president um and i'll just Don't say me, right. this go ahead, we I'm had a president me. that we were hoping for that once he got in Chris and he was the black man that he would do right by us Y'all got food. and his fear like all of the other leadership in the black community it comes from fear and he let us down so I'll just leave it with that
0: Jason what's the one thing that you could think of that should center the black community politically
4: my hope is that is morality uh meaning what Miss Peterson said was that uh everybody needs some couch time um my praxis, my praxis in when it comes to politics is everybody can't afford it. And once we once we get to a point, I know that there's going to be some disagreement about how we get there. But we have more than 400 years of evidence that as long as the current system remains in place, we ain't going to get there. We just aren't. I mean, we're the definition of incentives continue to do the same thing over and over again. Right. So um, my hope is that it's morality, meaning I want you to vote based off of your moral censor i don't want you to vote vote based off of what you think somebody gonna do for you or what you believe this part like for instance and i'll use the example of joe biden like there's all this fear that you have to go out and vote for joe biden because if not you're gonna get four more years of trump which we had 400 years of something worse than trump coming up like my mom uh, who, who passed away almost seven years ago she was the first person to integrate her high school back in uh 19 i want to say 63. 1963 It's just 2020. So when I say morality, I want us to vote based both based off of your moral center, not based off of what you believe you're going to get out of it or what she said and what Chris said. And what I think everybody here agrees with is that you're not based off of fear. Like I ain't vote for Hillary. I'm not scared of Trump or Hillary. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm not I'm just not going to operate that way. And I hope that as a community, we we finally get to a point to where you start demanding some of the things that you need, not that you want, that the community needs, and you do that at the ballot box. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you, sir, Torian. Uh,
1: my my offering is the same, man. I, I've I've said this across the board on every platform, and I say it again. I think there's an internal external conversation. Internally, it starts with healing. It starts with how we're actually showing up for ourselves. And I mean, when I say ourselves, I mean, when Torian looks in the mirror, how we work within our families, how Chris and I encounter each other when we out on the street. How do we disagree in a way that isn't toxic? And then externally. And and by the way, that internal conversation may or may not include allies and advocates. That's that's up for debate, too. Right. But I did. I do think it's something we need to focus on externally. It's economic empowerment, but I would take it one step further. I would say financial freedom. I'm talking about generational wealth. I'm talking about ways in which budgeting is a part of our curriculum for kids at six or seven years old, compounding interest. With interest because that is what the system, the global financial system that we run. And so China becomes a, a reserve currency in the next 20 years. It's based on. So we need to have a firm understanding of that. I think once we get those two things together, we can buy the voting blocks, get the people we need in place, and we can move the way we need to move as a community.
0: Man, Ruben, I, I see your comment out there. You almost made me pivot um based off that comment alone, because I, I really oh, yeah. hate the fact that we're always oh, yeah. choosing from the better of the two schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got two um, evils. You Don Don got two I know better. Right, well, yeah, the two
5: is- evils. Um, I mean, That's the one thing that we can center on us, like. TL, yeah, mine yeah. is pretty simple. Back in the day, you guys probably don't remember this. There was a commercial for Tootsie Roll, and it said, "How many licks does it take to get to the <laughs> I, center I, I of a, no, we uh, got a Tootsie God. Roll?" God, we how many licks does it take to get to a center of a Tootsie Roll? The reality of it is, we didn't got our ass treated horribly for a long time. Are we almost there? The fact of the matter is, I think we got a long ways to go because we don't do basic things like protect our movements. This George Floyd conversation was hijacked immediately mm. by mm. people who don't care about us. Mm. The LGBT and the Black Lives Matter. Go read the website. That ain't got nothing you to do with Black there. Lives Matter. But it don't have it don't have nothing to do with black lives. Talk to him, Jason. Talk to Why you always got to go with to with
4: LGBTQ life. folks, man? Because
5: guess what? The LGBTQIA community is the biggest bullies in America. Hey, come we on, Don. We also have to stand against NPAs, non-productive activists. There are a yeah. whole bunch of people who are marching in circles and getting compensated for doing so. See, the problem with black folk, we can't, won't call each other out. And I I'm contend until yeah. until we start calling each other out, yeah. TL. Until we start calling each other out and pointing the finger and saying he ain't with us, then we don't move, man. We don't get to the center. We ain't there's no center. We love people who don't love us.
0: Man, that's how this whole thing started. I had an emotional reaction to calling somebody out. So that's why I've been asking this question. And Chris, last but not least, my first vice. My first vice. From that mighty, that mighty man of Sigma. I'm not mad at him. He held his own because thumpi- somebody done already said there was. Um, this was the conservative show with Chris. <laughs> so Chris, no, they calling him my own. I'm not conservative, bro. I'm not conservative, man. But go ahead. Right. We're we're down. Def- I'm a, I'm def- I'm a definite independent. I'm but, a good uh, listener. Chris, so, that the um the black community can center itself on so politically?
2: Of course, you know I echo everything that was said. You know, with by all my by my my, my panelists tonight, but I but I think that none of that matters if you don't engage, Mm. right? Engagement, engagement is the key. Um, and I think that we do a poor job as a community of engaging, um, you know, power is never conceded. You know, you have to take it.
1: Um,
2: and you know, and you're right. You know, when I, when I made the decision to run for the United States Senate, I knew that it was going to be an uphill battle, but you know what, they, they, you had to tell me what's in the race. Uh, they said that Chris Ray was going to finish last. Uh, Chris Ray ended up finishing second, you know, out of a form, out, out of that race. And even though I didn't pull it off, the reality is that I, I recognized and learned in that process the power of money, the power of economics, and that we still got a long way to go. And here we are, a country that's been around for over 200 plus years. You know, and we still it's only been not it's been less than 20 people to look like me that's been in the U.S. Senate. Got a long damn way to go. Less yeah. than 20 people in this big ass country with all these African Americans on both sides of the aisle, you know, and that's and that's just and that's just facts. So engagement for me is the key. And I think and I and I love I love that that word that you just used, non-productive activists, right? Um, we have many of that in our in you know on our side. But the question is, is, you know, in this next generation of activists that are coming up, you know, how do we make them not become non-productive like the generation before us? You know? And I don't, I don't have the answer to that. I know we can't answer that tonight, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna chew on that NPA though, because I think that's real powerful. Because there, there's many of them that are that are benefiting from it, you know. And we as a people are in the mindset that we have to be that we have to be led, right? And but because you're and you're and we're saying that, uh, but the reality is that we're tribes, and everybody's being led, whether they want to admit it or not. That's human nature. That's sociology. People are being led. The question is, is that. know we're being led by mpas and i like that and i'm gonna we're gonna hold on to that so engagement for me is is, is like
1: and and let me me just say like one of the things we talk about engagement i'm just happy of the fact that we can get on a show like this we can have a heated debate we can talk about stuff we can laugh we can revert back to where we come from and leave taking things from each other because we need more environments like this we have to foster rigorous debate in a way that is non-toxic. So I, I applaud each of y'all for coming on the show doing this.
4: Thank you so hey, much. We, we, look, we all grown,
5: right? Hey man, look.
4: <laughs> and I
5: can't we thank really, you guys. We're <laughs> really
4: not grown. I
5: wanted to put that blonde, hit that blonde, but...
4: wait, man, <laughs>
5: you <Y'all, laughs> saw right there. I was right there. We were
2: so close. <laughs> y'all, I like, missed. I'm glad we
0: ended off laughing and it, it wasn't as crazy yeah. as it could, could as it could have been, Latanya. I definitely want to thank you. I hope you become a good friend of the show because I want to have everyone yeah. back. I definitely want to have everyone back. Dom, you my mentor man, so I know you're gonna be here. T. Rich, I know you here right next to me, Jason. No, I love no. your political commentary. I love sitting right next to you, and I, 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 I mean, we've had some run-ins on the Don Miller show, so oh, I, I definitely hope I can it? get you back in on <laughs> who who the
4: Hey, look. The last thing I'll say, I said that this was a bunch of conservatives. I am not a conservative. Please don't put me in that. Book. No, mine. No, mine. Okay, I mean, okay. so no, so so if you want to call me that, call me a socialist. Oh, I'm not a socialist. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist. I'm not a socialist. Yeah, bro. A <laughs> I'm a capitalist, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: worked, and, and, to my, and to my, to my first vice, go, Bob. I, I thank you for jumping in last minute. I reached out to you, and I, I appreciate you answering the call getting into as you call it good trouble or as as senator lewis uh, or congressman lewis would have called it good trouble thank you for the service that you have done in the in the military thank you for the service that you've done for phi beta sigma and thank you for appearing on the front line and take you was on the front line today bro
2: look. make sure i get don's contact information <laughs> Don's Don, oh, like, oh. contact
0: information that's not a problem yeah. um listen um y'all don't mind me i'm just pulling y'all to the back so i can go ahead and start wrapping this thing up all right um t third t what's up man appreciate you guys t how how do we how do we close on that
1: man 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 that was uh we need more conversation i meant what i said man like i you know the, the the terms that came out and the debate that came out that that was all great but having more environments and intentionally creating environments where we could talk about stuff like that, pull our resources, our thought resources together. That is how we're actually going to see the type of uh, financial freedom and economic empowerment that we need that's going to get us to move the needle, in my opinion. Um, so that, that's how I would leave it off, man. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. But, you know, I'm yeah, all about that back then. I'm all about the love, man. So I like that.
0: Well, stick with me as I close out, because... Uh... I'm, I'm I'm trying to follow your lead on some of these things and what we call it. Um, I got it. I got it now. Tease take. Tease take. I got, I got a thing. Tease take. This is my. <laughs> so is that, is that you, T, or that's you? Yeah, that, that's me. This is me. This is gonna be me. Um, I, I got you. Hey, man. Look, I I like to thank my guests again for being on the show today. Y'all, I'm on a quest, and this quest is not a conquest. It's a quest. Yes, sir. Um, our ancestors died for our right to vote, but there's an inherent assumption embedded in that statement. That assumption is that there is something for us to vote for. Not a person to vote for. Let me say this. Let me say that twice. Not a person to vote for, but there's policies that we can vote for. Policies that reflect things to help our position. Stop having conversations about politicians and start having conversations about policy if that leads to a specific politician then we can have the conversation about how to hold them those people accountable we need to find our community center rude ruben state d no i don't know the answers right away there should be no singular overwhelming group of people voting on one side of this binary system because we're all in geographical locate different geographical locations and we all require different things based off the level that we live in. Look, we got to figure it out, man. Look, I, I'm the question is still out there. What's our political center? Post to the Frontline Stereo Podcast page. Email me at frontlinespc@gmail.com. At I just hope y'all stick with me so we can figure this thing out together. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening tonight. And with that being said, (laughs) you can now back up (laughs) off the front line. Thank you, everybody. Good night.